0: Listen, my power ladies, this has been a long time coming, and I would love for you to listen to it. This episode coming up with Zoe is going to rock for sure for my positive power bitch ladies, such a young lady to be so driven and motivated and focused. Uh, And of course, she's into fitness, so I love talking to Zoe. But I also want to make sure that you know about Let's keep it real. I don't want to tell you what the surprise is, but it's going to be totally different. So look for it this Thursday. It is my 100th episode. So check it out. And please, I would love it if you would spread the word and you know send if you love the episode to your friends and like it and share it and subscribe. It'd be great for you to subscribe. This is my year, baby. So have fun listening to Zoe. Can't wait to hear what you have to send. As always, send me your questions to questions at sandyjoyweston.com and have fun. Chat later. Bye. Welcome to Positive Bitch Lady, or as we
1: like to say, Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and highlights
0: some amazing power ladies out in the world. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Florence Belsky Charitable Foundation, which was founded in 2003 by Florence Belsky, a pioneer, attorney, mentor to many, and positive aging activist. The foundation's main programs are First Mondays, Women Who Lunch, and Pick Three, a virtual mentoring program which connects advisors. The foundation has over a 1,000 global advisors of all ages and has hubs in all major U.S. cities as well as international cities all over the world. The foundation has been developing virtual resources to help people during the current pandemic on its website, www.flowbellangels.org. The latest program is a virtual woman's network called Women Who Lunch 2.0. For more info on that, see www.flowbell.org. Well, 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 my power ladies. Woo, woo. This is going to be fun. I haven't had somebody on like this in so long. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to meet her. But before we do, let me just tell you a little about her. So I met her mother, by the way. She's cool. So I just can only imagine. Zoe's cool. Today's awesome and inspiring guest... Definitely a power lady is Zoe Huff. Now Zoe, here we go. Is a recent graduate from Syracuse University with a BS in Media Communication. We all need that now. And technology, which we definitely need that now. Oh my goodness, where have you been, Zoe? Her goal is to create a career path which combines her undergraduate degree with her passion for fitness and entrepreneurship.
1: Zoe, welcome. Thank you, Sandy, so much for having me on the show.
0: Can you believe it? I don't know. When you say recent grad, when did you graduate Syracuse? I literally graduated in May. Oh. First
1: week of May, yeah. Pretty recent. Ooh, welcome to the world, Zoe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a welcoming, but yes. <laughs> well, it's preparing you for I don't know what, but right. you know, yeah. <laughs> Where do you live?
1: I'm from Poughkeepsie, New York. Well, not from, but I'm from Dutchess County, New York. I live in Arlington, New York with my mother. But I stayed up in Syracuse, extended my lease, because I figured quarantining up here was a whole lot safer, fewer cases, and I knew a lot of people here. So I was able to quarantine with my friends.
0: Oh. yeah. what a smart girl you are. <laughs> Thank you. I know. It's like when they have those songs, Welcome to the World, you're like, ah! <laughs> you probably had a fun graduation, didn't you?
1: Yeah, um, it wasn't quite what I had ma- imagined, but <laughs> yes, <I know. laughs> it was still memorable.
0: <laughs> yeah, memorable. There you go. Yeah. All right, so so I like to start out with words. I love words. I love movement. If you followed me at all, people, you know that's my thing. So if you could pick a word to best describe, good, bad, and ugly, doesn't matter, how you felt in the last 30 days. Now I know a lot of people say to me, so well, oh my goodness, my emotions have been all over the place. I get it. So if you if it's really 50-50, you can give me two words, you know? Some some guy said uh, elated, depressed. Like, okay, I could go with that. <laughs> but majority of the time, how what would the word be? I would say
1: stagnant, not because I'm not doing anything to better myself, but because I feel like the world is on hold. And I can't exactly be out and socializing and networking in the way that I had hoped to post-grad. But I can also say that I feel appreciative because this is a time that I feel like I could utilize to focus on myself,
0: Mm -hmm. which
1: I'm not sure I would have the same amount of focus or time if I didn't have the pandemic.
0: Oh, okay. I like that. You know, you're looking at it like, yeah, this is sucky, but... I can't do anything about it. Now, I'm going to take the opportunity to work on me, which, right. it, you know what? I think a lot of people are experiencing that. Now, your perspective is a whole lot different because how old are you? 22? I don't know. 21? Yeah, 22. 22. <laughs> 22. The, the world, what do they say? The world is your oyster? I don't even know what that means. What does that mean, Zoe?
1: honestly, that saying doesn't make much sense. But I guess they're just trying to say that you can do anything that you put your mind yeah. to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, I, I like that. So movement is your thing, baby, right? Yeah, most definitely. So I love it's So funny, because all my guests, I the main things I get out besides all the positive they're putting out in the world, I like to know like the words and their movement. But sometimes I have to avoid the movement because they're not doing much movement, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> which is i get it i get it you know yeah uh but you this is a big part of your life so in the last few months what has been your movement
1: well i have a trainer friend that i used to know through a few mutual people by going to Powerhouse, which is a gym that I go to in Syracuse. Of course, it's not open right now. But in the last few months, we've been able to kind of train together. I've been doing pull-ups at the park, push-ups, less of calisthenics. He has some free weights. So I've been able to keep up my fitness regimen as best as possible, um, which has been really helpful for my mental health during this time. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I've been seeing some gains. So I've been able to kind of push some of my friends and post on social media my story to show people that just because it's a pandemic, just because you don't have the same resources that you normally would have, you can still, you can still put your mind to it and accomplish things.
0: There where there's a will, there's a way, right? Right. You you don't have the same equipment. I know for a lot of my friends, they're like, oh my God. But many of them were not runners or bikers. And my neighborhood now is filled. I don't know about you. Yeah. With tons of runners and bikers, which is great.
1: No, it is. It's nice to see people still staying active in some way. Yeah.
0: Okay. So when did you get into it? Like how old were you when you really got into the fitness
1: stuff? Well, the funny thing is, is I, I thought about this a few times and I continue to date it back to when I was eight. So when I was eight years old, I was kind of obsessed with Beyonce and I heard that she did a thousand crunches. as a part of her fitness regimen. So I decided that's something I wanted to do. So it was the summer before or right after I went to eighth grade. Okay. Um, My friend and I, Matu, we would go on Skype and we would break break down the 1,000 crunches throughout the day, just Skype each other, do them. And that was really, I felt empowered to be able to do that many crunches in the first place. So I feel like that's where it kicked off the motivation to continue to push. Because
0: of Beyonce. Yeah. (laughs) yeah <laughs> you know what they have the power to influence so many people in a positive way, don't they? yeah, you know, especially as a young girl, you know looking up to her, so when you did there now there's been a lot of different apps I've seen around where, okay, maybe not a thousand, but they'll say, make sure you get a hundred push ups in throughout the day mm-hmm. or whatever the goal is, and I think that's really great. Most people need something like to motivate them. You need to have a game plan, I call it. You need to have a goal. So if it's getting a thousand in, get a thousand in. Now, what'd you do? Like a hundred at a time, or would you bang out five hundred? It was
1: it was more like a hundred at a time or whatever we felt we could do in the moment, but we just knew at by the end of the day, we had to have a thousand. So we used to do multiple calls throughout the day because we could not do that many. We were pretty young. Okay. All right. So was it every day yeah it was every day so every day throughout the
0: summer yeah for three months for three months yeah okay so how are your abs
1: (laughs) (laughs) well actually they weren't what i expected and of course they weren't what i expected because i wasn't eating the way i should be eating like there were a lot of things that went into the look that i was looking to attain but um after seeing that i didn't get the results that I wanted. That's when I kind of got more into nutrition. So one thing led to another.
0: Well, you know what? I'm so happy you said that. Now, when you're young, it's, I don't think even as important as, as you get older, but so many people come in and they think they can just work off the yuck that they ate all weekend. And what ends up happening, if you really work out hard, but even with the young people I found, They stayed. The young people stayed status quo, right? So they didn't make any gains. They didn't fall back. But by having added all weekend long, you know what I mean, going out. I'm okay. So maybe you're not this way. But a lot of people that worked out at my gym, they would go out. They would drink more than normal. I'm not saying they got drunk, but you know. And then all the restrictions they had on themselves or all the things they were like, I'm going to eat this, this, and this. It kind of fell out the window, right? So you're getting home late. You're going to have more junk food than normal. I, I think that's pretty typical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. so Yeah. And so then they would start from scratch. So they kind of stayed status quo. Now, as you get older, that catches up on you. And nutrition is so important. I used to tell people depending on who you are, it could be like 80%. You know, you you gotta eat healthy, you know?
1: Yeah, like a lot of the people, some of my peers while I was in college, they watched my body change from year to year. So they were asking me questions, advice, and a lot of them just didn't have the nutrition piece. And I tried to emphasize how important that was because in the people that I trained, like one girl I trained, she lost 35 pounds, but it was because we had created an easy nutrition plan for her, but a lot of the people that I trained, they were looking for quick results, but they weren't eating right. Mm. So it's difficult.
0: Yeah, really difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what you eat? Well, right now I eat very basic, lots of salmon, grilled chicken, shrimp, brown rice, quinoa, lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, and for breakfast I like omelets Oats, things like that.
0: So do you give each individual, if you work with them or you were training them, a different food plan? Or do you basically have a steady philosophy?
1: Well, I just sometimes I felt a little uncomfortable making a whole food plan because I'm not a nutritionist okay but i based on my experience of what I knew what I had researched what I had learned, I would give them similar advice like each person you just i I would also give them a website for a macros calculator because I feel like that's important to know but um just eating clean clean foods, yeah whole foods is a great place to start,
0: you know I was listening. <sighs> Zoe, I get so confused sometimes, and this is my field. I'm not a nutritionist, right. but I had nutrition companies inside my clubs. I have a lot of friends who are nutritionists, registered dietitians, life coaches, whatever. Right. And so last night, for the first time, we'll keep them anonymous, I was listening to a podcast from a famous doctor who's also a nutritionist, very well read, high education, and she was on with another doctor, and they were talking about uh, mind health. And for the first time, I've never heard this. This woman would said she was mostly a carnivore. Like she was mostly a meat eater. Very few vegetables. And that was for mental health and to make her brain feel alive. I've never heard that, Zoe, in my no, whole life. No, me
1: either. That's my first time ever hearing that.
0: Right? I mean, you think you go, okay, this is it. Now, she definitely was about the happy cow and all organic and what you're eating and where it came from. You know, you want to make sure you're eating the right type of meats, but very little vegetables or fruit, which everything I know is I hear more of people shouting about paleo, like, you know, Mediterranean diet, which is healthy meats, fishes, right. but really a majority of it is fruits and veggies. So it it kind of threw me off. Now, I, I said, I got to ask Zoe if she's heard of anyone saying that, especially this was all about feeling great, healthy, mental health. I mean, never heard that.
1: Yeah, no, I've definitely never heard that. But I have tried different methods of eating before and there definitely was a time where I ate a lot of red meat and I found for me personally that didn't work well in my digestive system which is why I started to incorporate more leafage and fruits yeah yeah
0: Yeah. I mean I can eat red meat once a week but my body craves lots and lots of vegetables I mean I do personally eat meat But I know some really healthy people that are vegans and vegetarians, (laughs) (laughs) which she did say, you know, not everybody should do my method. I always recommend like more of the paleo method first. But I was like, okay, that sounds completely great. Although, are you familiar with keto at all? Yeah. Have you ever tried that?
1: Briefly, not for a long enough period to really see a difference. Yeah. 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 But briefly, yeah.
0: But a lot of people swear by it, right? So I guess it's an individual thing. But the most that I'm getting out of this for people that aren't bodybuilding and want to feel healthy and feel good, I don't think anyone disagrees on cutting out sugar as much as possible and your processed carbohydrates. I mean, that's pretty much a given, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree. And I think any quote unquote diet people go after it should be something that you can sustain it should be more of a lifestyle practice yeah right
0: right yeah. like you don't want to start something and then not be able to you know stay it. Too- now that unless i know there's like a 30-day whole program or right. cleanse for 10 or 20 days i do get them like they're saying okay we want to clean your body out to move forward but moving forward like i know my body resonates more with the mediterranean you know, wait, I don't even like say diet. I hate that word, but way of eating mm-hmm. where somebody else might be paleo. I don't know. if I don't know that much. I have to be honest about keto. I don't know if you could live like that your whole life. And be no, healthy.
1: I think living on keto could be really bad for your body. I think it's supposed to be like a short term cutting mm-hmm. type of diet. Yeah.
0: All right. So have you ever struggled
1: with your weight? Well, I actually did struggle with an eating disorder when I was in high school. Oh. So yeah, I struggle with my weight in terms of my image. So that was like a tough thing because I, I think that's where I kind of developed the idea that if you're going to get into the fitness industry and you're gonna work out, you need to do it for you. So whenever I'm in the gym now, it's more like a me versus me. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. So I'm more appreciative of my efforts in that respect. So like definitely when I was younger, it was more comparing my body to other people and it wasn't helping me.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, it's so hard. I mean, it really is so hard. And being in high school and college, it definitely, you know, it can rock your world because you see all these people on social media and I know people say, oh, they're airbrushed and it's the way, you know, the way you pose and the way you sit, but still in all, you know, yeah, it's a lot to deal with. So how did you get out of it then? Like what sparked you out or, of you know, really having a tough time with that.
1: Well, it sounds funny, but like I love myself, so like I realized that I was causing more harm than good. I was like, well, if I continue doing this internally, I'm not going to be healthy. My goal is not only to look good, but to be healthy too. So I just, it was kind of just mind over matter. I had to go cold turkey, just stop what I was doing and can go back to eating healthy. I did more research, just get a nutritionist. Like I just, I just completely changed my lifestyle. Yeah.
0: And what grade were you in when you did that? I was in 10th grade. So for my young listeners out there, what advice would you have for them? Because I know a lot of them deal with it. I know a lot of people, by the way, in the fitness industry that deal with it. That's why they got into the profession, you know, because they want to, understand themselves they first wanted to figure themselves out and they then found out what worked for them and they want to share it with the world you know yeah so what advice do you have for them because there's so many people not just 10th graders going through that
1: well I just think well one thing I think journaling is important whenever you feel the need to restrict or binge or whatever it is write down what you're feeling in that moment and maybe why you're feeling that way Mm -hmm. I think it's important to look back on that, but also try to look at why you're doing the things that you're doing. Maybe therapy will help, but I think more introspection is just really important because if you're, if you're binging or whatever you're doing, there's a reason behind it. And it's important to understand what that reason is.
0: Yeah. Well, I love that you said journaling because I'm a big fan of journaling, but also not being embarrassed or being ashamed because so many people go through it. Yeah. And even if you don't want to share it with your close friends, getting help or getting therapy, nothing, nothing to be ashamed of, you know, reaching out for help because it's a big part of a lot of people's lives that you would never even know, right, you, they they could look all together on the outside.
1: Right, exactly, it's really frightening, it's yeah. sad, yeah.
0: Yeah, but um, thank you for sharing that. I'm really glad that, you know, you shared that with us because you come a long way, baby, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you love, like you said, you love yourself too much. I love me. I was reading this uh, tip from you because I always ask my guests for tips and it was like me versus me attitude. Okay, Zoe, I read it. I don't know if I fully comprehended, so go at it. Well, I played sports a lot. Throughout middle
1: school, high school And it was always you work as a team To compete against the other group Because you want to be better than them So I've kind of like adapted that mentality But internally So whoever I am today My goal is to be a better person tomorrow So even if it's incremental changes or small It's just small improvements to yourself To be better than you were in the past basically It's a competition with yourself
0: I get it So don't compare yourself to others, more or less. Look at yourself and what you... Is that like saying, think about what you really want and what you're going after and make sure it's for you and not to please other people? Or am I putting words in your mouth, Zoe?
1: No, that's exactly it.
0: Yeah. Listen, I'm much older than you and every day I remind myself of that because it's so easy to get caught up, you know, in, hey, is this what I really want? Am I doing this for me or am I doing it to get approval or to please people, or to keep the peace, you know, to keep the peace. And every single day I have words and my mission statement to remind me, you know, of what I really want. Which sounds like you do too. I mean, if you're a big journaler, you must have things written all over the place.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I definitely do. I enjoy writing.
0: (laughs) So do you write just to get it out? Or do you also write your goals and your game plan and your focus and your mission
1: I do both, yeah. So I write to get out my feelings on paper, but I also write my goals and my mission because I feel like once it's on paper, now it has to happen. And it's a little bit clearer once it's in words rather than
0: just in my head. No, you're right. I believe that. I think that when you, even looking at what you wrote, like when people say, I don't know, I know what I want, I know what I want, but you can get so off track. It's so easy to go down that rabbit hole, right? But when you look at it and you see it, it's like, oh, okay, is that going to fulfill my mission today? Is that what I really want to accomplish? So, good for you. <laughs> By the way, when I used to go to um, book tours, a lot of the people that were in my audience were young people, which everyone thought, oh, they're going to be, you know, more people 40 and over. But I, The girls, most of the young people in my crowd, I would say, were high school and college kids. Wow. Really into journaling, which I was like, wow, that's really cool. All right, Zoe, what's one thing that you can tell us that nobody might know about you? Hmm... It could be anything. It could be, well, this is something, a show that no one knows I really like. It could be a guilty pleasure. It could be <laughs> anything, that want, just one thing. Now, if you want to share five, I'm all about it. But you have one thing that you don't think maybe, you know, that many people know about you. Know, I'm into knitting, I don't know.
1: Oh, that was something I did for a little bit. But I guess a lot of people think of me, because I like, Always like to say I like to have deep conversations, like intellectual friends. But my guilty pleasure is watching Family Guy. Like that's the perfect way to me to wind down after the gym. That's what I watch. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people look at me funny because I don't know, they don't expect it. But that adult cartoons, that's really where my guilty pleasure is.
0: (laughs) You know what? I'm so glad you said that because I would have never picked <laughs> Family Guy for you. Never, ever. Hey, I didn't watch many series or TV before this. And now, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but I love Have you ever heard of Gilmore Girls? Yeah, I have actually. Oh my God. It's so fun and it's so cool. And it's not anything serious. So before bed, Zoe, I like watching anything that's just going to make me laugh. I don't... It, it has to be something that's not... Educational, Because that's all I do all day long, you know?
1: Exactly, yeah. Those type of shows are good to wind down and relax
0: your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not a family guy fan. <laughs> although my <laughs> husband and son were. I used to be like, I don't get it. But I get the silliness of it. So. Yeah. And I think that it makes sense that you're saying most people wouldn't get that. Because you are definitely someone that focuses on continuous improvement, you know? Right. But right. like I was reading your point, but acknowledge every feat and accomplishment on the way. So is that like enjoy where you are, but also always have something to look forward to?
1: Yeah, that's basically it. Because for me in the past, I would accomplish a goal. Let's just say in the gym, I PR, I would completely be like, OK, that's great. On to the next thing. But I think it's important to look at that and be like, wow, I really worked hard to get there proud of myself but now I want to do this because I don't know I think you get lost in the journey you don't appreciate every step and then you start to get hard on yourself for certain things when you're not putting everything in perspective
0: you know I call it milk it milk the moment you know milk it because so many people will say oh yeah we finally like even in business I got that deal Uh, I got that writing assignment uh, I accomplished this. I did. I always wanted to do 20 push push-ups, And then they just go right off to the next thing. I'm exactly. like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's do like a happy dance here or something, you know, right. celebrate it, celebrate it, and then move on to the next. So you and I would get along very well. I can't wait till the gyms open up. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> no, but I, I can get a workout outside too. I'm, I, I used to do all that. Um, what I forget what's it called parkour or something like that oh
1: yes parkour
0: yeah I used to do that when people thought I was a loony bit like I would be out because I'm not a runner but I would go out do sprint and then stop and do you know pull ups push up squats and people would just look out like I'm crazy now it's like oh it's the end thing you know oh there's a park bench what can I do with that you know exactly I get bored easily alright so how often do you work out a week is it every day
1: it's basically six times a week.
0: Okay, for six how long? T- yeah.
1: For about 90 minutes to two hours. Oof.
0: Well, we're calling dedication here, Zoe.
1: <laughs> well, are you a bodybuilder? Aspiring, yeah. I wanted to compete this year in a bodybuilding competition, but I, even if I do it in the winter, if that's even possible, I don't think I would be ready. So I think I'm going to push it off until next summer. But I definitely want to compete.
0: So is it, would it be, because there's a lot of different types, would it be like a misfit competition or a bodybuilding competition?
1: It would be like a WBFF
0: for
1: bodybuilding, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've gone to them with friends and I had to spray them down with like an oil. Yeah. so (laughs) So that their muscles would shine, you know, it was so cool. And you know what, when people would say, oh, you know, those people are so vain. I'm like, no, they're not. They're so dedicated. I really appreciated the mental toughness and discipline to get that. You know what I mean? Not, I mean, people can be vain in any profession, but I don't know about you, but I, when I meet people that have done that much with their body, it's almost like, wow, the body really is limitless, right? Yeah. It's It's amazing. Right? It's like a whole science. Yeah. And like there's, you do that with it and you go, okay, well- hey, what can I do in the next two months? I know everyone out there, there's plenty of people that aren't bodybuilders, but still in all, you can you know, even play a game with yourself. Like, hey, if I do this, this, and this, what can I accomplish in the next 30 days?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Like looking back from where I started, and I know a lot of people who are into fitness can do the same comparison, but it's amazing how the body can change and how just the change of your attitude and your
0: mind can mm-hmm. really
1: alter your outcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. When you say your body is your best friend, is that because you take it everywhere with you? <laughs> if your body feels good. You feel good. Uh,
1: well, I, I say that to say that it's your best friend. So you should treat it with care. Yeah. So like um, it's the one thing that is always with you. Like you yeah. are <laughs> your body. So there's no reason not to eat right not to go for a short run. Whatever makes your body feel good, I think you should do.
0: Okay, so what do you want to do, Zoe? What's going on for you? Like what's coming up in the next, I know it's taken a few turns here, but now that you've adjusted to what's going on, what do you want to do in the next six to months to a year? Well, I
1: plan on moving to Atlanta. So I've been applying to a lot of PR type consultant jobs. In Atlanta, I've gotten... Quite a few interviews, but not that company that I'm really looking for. So hopefully I will land the job that I'm looking for by winter, January time, because I would okay. like to move there. That's where my grandma is and my mom plans to move there, too.
0: Wait a minute. So you have family there? Is that why? N-
1: no, that's not why. I think it's a oh. good place to start as a millennial. Um, but oh, okay. I, al- I also have a grandmother that's there. My mom plans to move there. But we'll be in different counties. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, I like Atlanta. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> have you gone there a lot? Yeah, I have, and it's
1: it's fun. It's diverse. It's affordable. Um, I just think it would be a
0: nice change from where I live now. All right. So, word, Zoe, word. If you were going to think of a word that you want to describe you moving forward in the next few months what would the word be hopefully not stagnant
1: (laughs) no definitely the the opposite of that progressive i want to make great strides in the next six months to 12 i mean six to 12 months i definitely want i want change i've been dying for change i want newness a new slate so definitely progressive cool
0: well, Zoe, this has been refreshing. You've been motivating me more to lift I mean, I work out all the time, but I wanna now I wanna lift more weights. I have dumbbells <laughs> I do have dumbbells in my house, but I have to admit, I haven't been lifting as much hardcore. I've been more fascinated I'm not fascinated, but needing for mental health biking more. And yeah. hiking more. Like, I, I just want to be outside as much as I can, you know, yeah. <laughs> to see humans in a safe way. Like, all there's a human, you know. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't lift a little bit more than I have. Is there anything we didn't get in that you want to say to the world, Zoe?
1: I just want to say just continue to push on whatever your goals are. Write them down and chase after them because they're possible. And we have more than enough time right now to
0: focus on them. That's true. That's true. And if somebody wanted to reach you, like how would they reach you on social media?
1: Um, I have an Instagram account, which I'm currently turning over to not just personal, but completely fitness-related content. Um, But it's
0: Z-O-Z-O dot F-I-T. Zoe, have fun. I don't know if I'm going to be doing the thousand uh, (laughs) (laughs) sit-ups, but... (laughs) You made me think about, I should have a fun little goal. Like, I don't know what it, it was at first, no matter what, I'm biking every day, even if it was torrential rain, I said to myself, (laughs) and you can appreciate this. I'm going to figure out how to get out there, even if it's just for a few minutes. Well, guess what? There were some days it just wasn't in the cards, you know, I do a bike. Yeah. But I was like, even, even if I get caught up and I can't do an hour, I'm going to get on my bike. And ride around for five minutes outside, my husband would say to me, is it worth it? And I would say, yes, because I want to, it keeps me in that mental routine is that I bike every day, you know? Exactly. But, the routine. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. All right. Well, my power ladies, I hope you enjoyed this segment. I know you did. Little fun tippets. I hope it motivated you to follow your dreams and just figure out different ways to do it right now and move and feed your body and. You know, I like to say, what can I do to fuel my body and my soul? So think of different ways that will make you feel good, that is individual for you, right? So it doesn't have to be exactly like somebody might eat a lot of red meat and somebody might just eat broccoli. But (laughs) (laughs) figure out something and what works for you. There's not just one way. Just treat your body well. And until next time, make sure you, I don't ask, I'm going to ask, please subscribe. I would love for you to subscribe and share and like and rate me. And then I'm just going to say, toodles. Thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed. And remember, stay powerful.